I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. I'm here with Rusty Gunn today, Church That Matters, and I'm interviewing him because I want to know what his secret is to running a successful nonprofit. So Rusty, I've got some questions for you, and you just be as candid as you want to be about these. And so first of all, are you the pastor here? Are you the president? Are you the founder? What what are you here? Uh, I think the answer is yes. So all of those things, really. Um, I did found the church along with a group of about 20 people uh, from a living room eight years ago. And then uh, I am the lead pastor here. And ultimately, on paperwork, I'm the president of the corporation, our nonprofit. Okay, got it. Yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. So if you didn't know, Church of the Matters is the largest church in Sand Springs, uh, one of the largest churches yeah, in Sand Springs. Because um, there's some other large successful yeah. ones here that are excellent as well. Uh, but one thing that is fact is it's the most successful church plant in Oklahoma. In the, yeah, over the last 10 years, uh, last 10 we've years. been you know, the most successful church plant in the state of Oklahoma in terms of reaching lost people and seeing people come to faith in Christ and be baptized and, and then just growth in numbers. So I think that's why from afar I see what you've got going on here. And I think to myself, I need to get this guy on my podcast and let's talk about his secret sauce, right? Do you mind sharing some of your secret sauce? Yeah, I don't know how much secret there really is, man. I'm not anything uh, special necessarily, but uh, do have some some things that we hold dear and think that are important in in what we do. So one thing I know that you're very successful at is networking, and you may not call it that, but first, this network that you've got going on. Tell me everything. Not that not that you can, honestly. But tell us everything that you're involved with and kind of all these different roles that you have and these hats that you wear. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm kind of like a social ADD kind of guy because I'm just a little bit of everywhere, a little bit of attention here, a little bit of attention there. And sometimes people probably wish I would focus in on more. Uh, first of all, a husband, uh, you know, and, and a dad to five children. And so that's my, my first and primary responsibility. Then, of course, the pastor here. Um, I, I do a lot of things in the community in terms of working with our schools. I'm on the school board. And so I've been doing that now for six years. Uh, just wrapped up a term as president of the school board last year. Um, I work with our football team. I kind of serve as a, some would call it a chaplain. We really call it life coach, kind of available to them for all kinds of needs that they have. Travel with the football team as well um, and work with them there. I'm, I'm kind of um, an entrepreneur of sorts. I've you know, bought and sold businesses, started up new things here in our city, just really an effort to meet new people and to um, provide services to our city, to provide jobs and uh, those kind of things. I, um, I sit on the advisory council for the Salvation Army here in Sand Springs, part of the Rotary Club, which I've uh, served on the board there as well. I'm on the board for the Chamber of Commerce here in Sand Springs. And then um, I also serve as the director of coaching for a church planning network here in Oklahoma. My, my, my. I knew you were connected, but I didn't know you were that connected. No, I did. I did know you were that connected. Um, so what would you say your biggest success secret is or are? Give us a couple if you need to. 
Yeah, and you know, I'm a pastor, and so may, some may expect me to say this, but I mean it with all my heart. The first is, man, just that connection with God and listening to Him and following His lead. I get emotional even thinking about it, just the way that He has um, given me the ability to hear His voice and, and just go where He's He's telling me to go. And so that's first of all. And then everything that comes from that, really, um, Scripture tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from above. And so understanding of principles, understanding of, you know, systems and dynamics and organizations, all of that comes from the Lord. And so I'll tell you some of the things that I think have, that he's given us that help us in our network and in our uh, growth. Um, really at the top of the, the chain for me is this idea of what do you want for people? Not do you want, not, not just what do you want from them? And so when it comes to a church and we're thinking about leaders and we're thinking about our, you know, our parishioners, some would call them, or the congregation. It's not just, hey, do we want them to show up? Do we want them to give their money? Do we want them to do our agenda? It's really, what do we want for them? And so when we focus on that um, in every area, those people are more um, apt to connect with our heart. And when they connect with our heart, because we care about them first, then the things that we also desire to see happening, they tend to join the team. And so that's a big key. Okay. Uh, well, this just makes me think, you know, I'm a book guy. I, I love books. If there was a, a book out there that you're like, man, I just, this is where I learned a lot of the things I'm doing right now. Give us one really high quality book that you're like, go and read this book. Yeah. Um, the Bible, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd say that. Uh, in, in reality, yes, the Bible has all kinds of uh, business and organizational principles that God has given. But I'll say a um, couple of books if you're looking into ministry, there's a book by Andy Stanley called Seven Practices of Effective Ministry that I think is real. Um, it's kind of a parable. He writes a lot like Patrick Lencioni, um, kind of a parable story and then gives the principles from it. And so it's engaging and it's real succinct and easy to grab hold of. And so those seven principles, I think, probably bleed through a lot of the things that I would say today as well. You know, I'm glad you said that. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but I actually listen to Andy Stanley's podcast right pretty regularly. Let's get our entrepreneurs, our web developers, our SEOs out there, our managers and leaders some some nuggets of this is going to make you better. If there's if someone out there is thinking, I want to start a nonprofit mm -hmm. or a church, uh, either one, what are a few good pieces of advice you can give us? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I go again to a call from God. Make sure that this is what God has for you. Got to stay in your lane, the way that He's created you, and what He's created you for, and understand those things. And secondly, I would say um, find some who have done it before you and study out what they've done. Uh, certainly, people like Andy Stanley and, and others. I've looked at those organizations before we started, and then also tried to find some more local guys who are doing it in the same context, who you know, in, in terms of business, the same market, and what are they doing, and how are they doing it. So I think. I think that's uh, important. Uh, I'd also just say, you know, you, you've got to, before you, you really get into the organization and starting something, you've got to understand systems because everything in the world has systems. We have a solar system. We, you look at our bodies and there's all of these systems within our bodies. And so if you don't understand how systems work, which is kind of an acronym somebody coined out there that I really like, and we teach it to our team. That systems, if you use the word, you know, S-Y-S-T-E-M, it, it stands for it saves you time, energy, and money. And so um, you think about, uh, my, I'll tell you a little story if we have time for that. Do we have time for a little story? Yeah. Uh, my wife, my wife 
was constantly losing her keys. And so we'd come home from the day, she'd come in the house, I don't, she might throw them on the couch, she might drop them in the fridge as she was unloading groceries, they might end up under the bed, we don't know. And so in the morning when we'd wake up and it's time for her to go to work, get kids to school, there was like this mad dash. And so it was stressful, it saves you, you know, stress, time, energy, and money is the, is the system. So it's, we had stress going on, we had time that we were investing and in trying to find her keys, we had um, money that really, because she works by the hour, so she's late for work, it costs us money. And so we had to, to, to really have a, a good conversation about that where I said, listen, if you have a system where they're in the same place, for me personally, I leave my keys in my pocket of the pants that I wear that day. And when I take my pants off, I set them aside. And then the next morning when I get up and I put new pants on, I take everything from the pockets of the old pants, put them into the new pants, put the pants in the, in the laundry. And that, you know what? It may be a stupid system, but it's a system that works. And it saved me stress, time, energy, and money every single time. And so helping her to find a system that worked for her. So when you look at an organization, you look at a business, you look at a church, anything, you have systems. And, and so the, the difference is, do you have good systems or bad systems? Because reality is in a nonprofit and in a church, you don't necessarily always get to pick the people who are working alongside of you. And those two resources, systems and people, are what you primarily have to work with in that kind of organization. And so you don't pick the people, so you may not end up with uh, the cream of the crop always working alongside of you. But what you can have is good systems. And if you have good systems, even with, I don't want to say bad people, but people who aren't necessarily the, the cream of the crop, you can still have way better than average results. And you think about McDonald's, and, and though there are some very sharp minds and great people who work at McDonald's, there are also some, they give people a chance, and they work people who may not have the IQ and, and things of others, and they still sell billions of hamburgers, and they have a good system that makes that work. And so you can imagine, as the quality of the people, the intelligence of the people, and the competency of the people increases, if you have good systems, then your productivity just increases as well. Now, if you have bad systems and, and you've got great people, we've all been on teams before where we're so frustrated. This should not be this hard. And so what happens is you end up losing those people's interest and you lose those people's uh, passion and uh, they're no longer on the team with you if you continue on in that way. And so your, your job as the entrepreneur, as the starter, is to develop and bring people alongside of you to develop systems for every little piece of your organization. Excellent advice. Um, and I think I already know where you're going to go with this last question. And you can't honestly know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you from your perspective, why do some businesses succeed and others fail? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's books out there that talk about this, kind of the it factor. And then there's uh, back, books out there like Good to Great by Jim Collins. And so they kind of try to pinpoint some things that make a business go forward. You're, you're right. We really don't know. Um, there are some factors, of course, knowing your market. Um, of course, you know, your, your marketing, you have the best product out there. And if nobody knows about it, it doesn't matter. And so getting the word out uh, is is a key to success. And then I think consistency is, is also key. So, uh, you know, there's a, probably a lot of ingredients into that, but uh, those are some keys for sure. Like it. That sounds like a tasty soup if it's a success <laughs> soup. Um, well, lastly, I, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and just talking about these things. I think that one thing we don't talk enough about are our systems and how um, Nozak Consulting has their own systems and how that has helped us 
to go from zero websites to 40 websites to 20 paid customers um, paying monthly um, every single month. And so how did we get these things? The truth is, is it's the secret sauce is in our systems yeah. and doing the same thing for these clients and consistent. So uh, last question, and I just want to thank you for being on the podcast, but h- how do we get a hold of you if we want to uh, make contact with you? Yeah. And so we, we talked a little bit before we started this too. If somebody wanted to start a, a church, you know, I, I would love to help with that, connect them to some networks and different things like that. Um, you can email info at churchthatmatters.com. We'd love to connect with you in that way. You can call 918-512-1486. Find me uh, on Facebook. Uh, find me, I'm on Twitter, but it's typically just feeds from my Facebook. And um, you can find me on social media there, Instagram as well. So I'm William, and this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast.